Hey, Aaron, guess what I'm eating, ready? What? Something gross. No, 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 it's, it's, it's good. Um, Gushers? No! <sighs> I don't want to keep pizza. <laughs> no, you're getting closer, though. Uh, <laughs> please stop! <laughs> you gotta get it right. Uh, you gotta get it right. Uh, is it honeycomb? No, but it's honey something. Honey nut Cheerios? <laughs> it's no, a, no, no, a it's honey more... bun? Is it honey roasted ham? Yeah, it's honey. It's honey smoked turkey slices. Uh, <laughs> those go on things. Don't just pop them in your mouth, and especially not on Mike. Archers attack! Keep firing. Let none escape. Another down. Do not relent. Right of the Scarlet Halls and down one White Claw. I'm Slide Whistle. I am Immunization. And I'm Aaron, Fire Mage Extraordinaire and Horde Punching Bag. And with this bachelor's degree in Arca, I could be the governor of Arkansas. Oh boy. <laughs> and when I say down a White Claw, I didn't just drink one. I just spilled one all over my desk and I'm still wiping it off. You hear that? That's me cleaning my little armchair rest. This is some on the scene reporting we're doing right now. You're here live at the scene of the spill. I was tempted to just, like, have us record immediately as this fell happened, but then I figured that was going to be bad because Immune was going to leave the room soon. Yeah, we were literally half a second away from starting this episode and Slide spilled the claw. The claw. Rest in pepperonis. Ooh, guess what? Our Animal Crossing guidebook came today in the mail. Finally. Does it tell you all the cutest villagers? It does have a list of all the villagers and their personality types and all that. But yeah, it's finally here after we ordered it in February. It got delayed two or three times due to COVID. Then it just didn't even have a delivery date for a while there. It said it was delivered, although it was definitely not on our porch or anywhere near our house even. The picture that they posted was not our house. So Slide had to go on an adventure and find it. They literally threw it into someone else's yard. Like, the four houses down. They didn't even read the goddamn address. Wow. <laughs> that's. I was, I was just about to ask you, like, did you have to coordinate a search effort, but you had to comb the Windy City for your guide. And I felt bad because I had to go onto someone's property, and everyone has cameras because everyone's stealing packages. So I just like a big package thief as I opened this man's fence and just stole the package underneath the porch. <laughs> It was mine. It was ours. Since since you were already there, did you go and steal some packages anyways? Since you're in Rome? I looked around, but I didn't see anyone's to grab. Not like last time. But dude, this book is fucking 400 pages long. It's thick as fuck. I could imagine even just listing all of the villagers is a Herculean task. We haven't had a whole lot of time to go through it yet, slide read through it for maybe about like a half hour earlier and even during that time he discovered some things that we just didn't even know were a thing i guess apparently the news and the weather apply to what's happening in your town tomorrow and like the same day like you can actually see the weather for tomorrow if you watch like the fucking seven o'clock news oh shit no it's seven like oh, it's seven o'clock i can't watch the news like i wanted to today now you'll never know Fuck. and goobles will run up to you like Flipmaster, Flipmaster. 
It's raining. Why didn't you warn us? Yeah, it's been raining the past eight days, Ricky. Surely you could have predicted that. No, we're Ricky? dumb. Please give me some sunglasses or something. Ricky. Okay, I gave them all clothes and they took it all off the next day. What's the fucking point? They just took them off immediately. My girl Vivian. I think they cycle through them. My girl Vivian, I gave her, I wasn't thinking, I gave her like a sleep mask that was given to me because I was like, I don't want this thing. Oh, no. She wears it every day. And I need to like shake her like, Vivian, stop. <laughs> Throw it away. Because it covers her actual eyes, right? Yeah, it covers her actual eyes. She was over here watching KK Slider with her eye covers on. I was like, oh, oh no. girl, now everyone can see what a fool you are. Baby girl, take those off. I still love you, Viv, even with your portraits of eyewear. This episode is for you, Viv. We love you. Wait, what kind of animal is Vivian? Is she a bear? Is she she a is a fox. She kind of looks like a German shepherd. Or wolf, I guess, is technically what they're, Ooh, they're under. Maybe she'll be our sexiest NPC of the week. We didn't say they had to be wow NPCs. She can pull off a good sleeveless turtleneck. Not the best time to wear a sharp sweater is all the time. I guess now we can talk about what we did in the world of Warcraft. Uh, Amir, do you want to go first? Sure. I don't. This week, I continued on my quest to get that last uh, rank three essence on immune and i am now nine out of ten call to arms <laughs> commendations so the tension next week next week y'all i also spent a lot of time gearing up metalloid he is ready now if we weren't gonna start on our mythic progression tonight he would be in raid tonight he is 445 eye level and he has like a rank eight cape damn bitch Girl, he yeah. done put in the work. He did, and he's going to be in a raid of some kind soon. That's hella exciting. It's been, how long, have, how long has it been since you've reliably raided on that hunter? What, two expansions? It, it's funny, because he was the character that I first raided with. He was, because he was my main originally. I raided with him in all of Draenor. Um, although we just started raiding at the very end of Draenor, but you know what I mean. I think that was it, though. Because I think all of Legion, I was on a priest. Yeah, that lines up. That turtle boy's all grown up now. Mm, no, mm, mm, no, no Boron. Oh no, Boron's not there. I guess I played with you <laughs> on Metalloid and I didn't even notice. Is he gone? Uh, he's like in my pet storage somewhere or whatever. But, you know, I have that spirit wolf that I use now, so... For those that don't know, Immune had a, has a turtle named Boron, who really his name should be Moron, because he has somehow the absolute worst pet eye in the game. And not just regular pet AI, I mean he is like way below any AI in this game. He like purposely ignored some of my commands and just pulled random things that were nowhere near us a few times. You know. Well, did you have enough badges to tame him? <laughs> Apparently not, but you know, now he's just chilling in my PC. Getting body slammed by Magmars. <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> God, that's the dream. <laughs> Whew, I need to need to cool off and save that energy for later in the podcast. But slide, what did you do in WoW this week? I completely ignored my man Alan. I didn't even for the first time in a very long time. I didn't do my five a.m. Mythic Plus. I didn't <gasps> do my. Gasp. I didn't do. I didn't do my hour run at four in the morning. Um, conquest cap because instead. I was leveling my druid, unofficial, and now she is also level 120, and she, as of 
30 minutes ago is I level 391. So this bitch is coming on fast. Oh, dang. I got to go pick up a third person here for this age of renewal. Is she? She's a boomkin, correct? Yes, she is. Well, she's not a boomkin. She's a blue elf because we don't want to even associate the name with being a space chicken. Wow. So you can call her like Ast- Astral Girl or like Explorer Bitch. And it's anything that's just not Moonkin, please. Thank you. Can I call her Balance Druid? Oh, yes. Balance is perfectly fine, I guess, if you really have to get technical. But she was 370. No, she was 381. And then I, I put on those 460s that Honors gave me for winning the Iron Man challenge. I was going to sell them, but I don't feel like dealing with the market. And I figured I'd rather have that money towards one of the worst parts gearing you hit that level where you you can only get so much more gear and i'm like i can skip that completely with these fucking big ass boots oh yeah i completely understand i hit that that area this week with um metalloid as well i i complained to both of you guys about it i think but i like actually had to like step into pugging my way through normal like just with randoms and that is really rough like especially if you get those groups where people don't know what they're doing i mean like that's fine it's a way for people to learn but it, it was rough because you know we have reliably stomped through normal for so long now in our guild yeah another another doing mythic who knows when we're actually going to be doing like raid alt runs again like that that are like normal normal base you know so yeah so he should be good for heroic though right or no i have to get the cape and i don't have the cape at all right now because i don't want to fucking have to do that quest i just did it on slide with so i gotta do it again on this guy it sucks there really should be more of a speed up on that. <laughs> yeah, they only let you skip one very small part of it, and it's a part that I don't super care about. Like, let me skip the doing the assaults part, which you have to do twice. Let me skip going into the pyramid to do the fucking puzzle. I get it. I've done it three times now. Leave me alone. I think you actually can skip that part. What? Yeah, when I did it on booty, I didn't solve the puzzle i skipped that oh you know what i ran it again because i was helping immune when it was, you're right you can skip it well you know what then i can't complain <laughs> i guess i'm good I, i'm so sorry Immune. i forgot to remind you of something i forgot about so in a way it's aaron's fault for not telling either of us if you go out to hillsbread foothills if you go to hillsbread foothills i forgot you can buy 410 catch-up gear to get that ball rolling even earlier i did not know this but i am so sorry i did not tell either of you it reflects poorly on my character. I am kind of fuming right now because that was one of the hardest jumps for me. Like for the longest time, I still had like a 385 ring or two in there. And that was what was really holding up my progression through gearing. And I mean, I still have one shit ring and that's like four. 20 but that's higher than that i believe so yeah and it's gonna feel even worse when you find out that there are actually three different 410 rings that fit a lot of the stat varieties that's why my druid's so high right now because she's she got two 410 rings she had a 410 offhand uh belt gloves um kate which doesn't matter and she's basically she's kind of loaded with 410 gear only problem is that you needed time walking badges but we just had the time walking event so it went pretty well for me yeah, oh, I always yeah. have a lot of those stocked up anyways for some reason. Mm, well, Aaron, what did you do in the world of Warcraft? This week in the world of Warcraft, I took a big old break. I, it's not that I didn't play, but I just kind of logged in 
interspersed helped Cubbybub get through the time-walking Pandaria dungeons, uh, engaged in an ever-so-riveting micro-holiday, which I might reflect on later, but all in all, it was a very chill week. I forgot about that micro-holiday we all did together because it was something. Reflecting on that, though, that will be the topic of this week's Time Warp! Oh, no, I don't remember any of this. Oh, God. So, in 40 seconds, I need you to give me as many micro-holidays as you can. Are you ready? Sure. I am prepared to answer your questions. Okay. Ready, set, go. Day of the Dead, Pirate Light Day, of the hot air balloon thing that we just did. I don't know what it's called. Um, uh, ooh, uh, uh, Guard Day. Be a guard. Go volunteer Guard Day. Uh, there's the Glow Cat Festival. There's the Boomkin Hatchling Festival. Ooh, yeah, that is one. Um, there is... Ooh, there's when you go to Siltus and you fight for a week over that shit. Or is that a day? Ooh, ooh, there's the dinosaur thing. Dino, Dino D-Day. Dino, Dino fun time in, in Ungrow Crater. I'll say running of the gnomes. I think that might be one. I don't know. Or is that just a community-based thing? Nutting of the Rones? It was definitely nutting of the Rones. No. Um, as far as official names, I believe... Slide Whistle takes it for getting Volunteer Guard Day, the Glowcap Festival, and the Moonkin Festival. Well, Immune had Day of... Or actually, no, Day of the Dead is not lit, listed as a micro-holiday. I don't know what it is, but you did get the Great Nomergon run. Is there not a Pirate Day? Not at least... They exist, but they're regular holidays because they were in the game before they had the concept of micro-holidays. So, like, technically, you could define them as, but they have rewards tied to them. So that's why they're not, I think. Ah, uh, I see. Okay. There is a lengthy list of these, by the way, slide. Unguro Madness was what you were thinking of at the end there. I like Dino D-Day better. But the one that I have never heard of is Auction House Dance Party Day. You haven't done the Auction House Dance Party? I have not I done the Auction House Dance Party. What In brief, what is this? Okay, so here's what happens. You're like, oh, shit, it's raid day. Oh, but you don't have to buy flasks. You don't have to. No wonder you don't see it. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go buy some flasks. It's Tuesday, whatever. And I go in there, and every single tile on the floor is fucking lit up a different color, and the entirety is a disco. Uh, the auctioneers are dancing, and once you walk in, you are also automatically dancing. And there are lights everywhere, and it's just literally, go dance in the auction house. Exciting. Well... I have the official listing here, so I'll have to go do that. Uh, I actually think it's coming up in the next few months, so I'll mark it on my calendar what, here. What is the next micro holiday? We should make a habit of forcing ourselves to do every single micro holiday and reporting back on them. We can make it a segment called like micro penis uh, reviews <laughs> or something like that. Micro penis reviews. Every fifteenth one, we actually just do look like a look at a small penis and review it. Um, oh my god, uh, let's start today. Let's start today. Here we go, everybody. Hey, what do you know after that? Um, by the way, the next one is the Glowcap Festival. 
I don't know when, though. It was just the next one on my list. So are we are we doing a micro penis review about the, <laughs> the, the yeah, spring we balloon, the balloon festival? Day, right? <laughs> dun 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 dun. Imagine like like very classy piano music right here, and it's like. <clears throat> All right, kids, pull out those rulers. It's time for micro measurements. Welcome everybody to episode one of Micro Penis Review. Uh, a title of a segment that will for sure get Blizzard to ignore our podcast forever. <laughs> if they if they were already listening, they're surely going to leave now. All right. So first up, we have on the docket everyone's favorite micro holiday to date, the Hot Air Balloon Festival. So the three of us and Cubbybub partook in this event last night, and I don't really know what I was expecting. I feel like it lived up to the expectations. We did exactly everything that I imagined us doing, except there was that that was it. You it get is... in a hot air balloon and you wait for it to come back to the ground. And in the I don't know if that is always the case, but our hot air balloon took us the length of one short flight path. We went from Northern Valley of Four Winds to slightly less Northern Valley of Four Winds. Yeah, I believe it ended at Half Hill. Now, I do like how when you're in the hot air balloon, the hot air balloon man will address you and be like, Immunization, do you have a deep, dark secret to tell everybody in the hot air balloon? And it's like, oh, cool. But the only bad thing is that there's so much text being put into slash say that's not voice acted is that I'm like, uh, where the hell? I got to follow all this somehow. Like, while while I'm watching the sites, you know, it's very contrasting. And I will also take us back a little bit here. Like, before we were sharing secrets up in the hot air balloon, you had to physically queue for this hot air balloon it wasn't like something that you you know used group finder to find a group for i guess only three people were allowed in this balloon so the four of us were all there and we weren't 100 sure how many people were allowed in the hot air balloon we knew that there had to be at least three so when all of us were there, we went up and talked to the Pandaren who was running the hot air balloons. We all clicked, and then Slide and I were up in our hot air balloon, and then we're like, oh no, did somebody get left behind? We're like, we, we, we thought that since we went up, maybe only like one of us got left behind or something. But then we turn around and we see that there's just this other random death knight in the hot air balloon with us that I didn't even see her standing around with us, did you? No. So that makes you wonder if it cues you up behind the scenes or if this bitch was really just hiding out near the back of the hot air balloons and we missed her somehow. Like yeah, she, she, she cued and then she ran away and then it just blorfed her onto the hot air balloon once you guys showed up. Just sucked her up into it. Yeah, so the three of us were just chatting and slash say up in this hot air balloon as this Pandaren was just like chatting away endlessly about secrets and flying high he said that he hates flying he's like scared of flying and i'm like well then why are you here is that your secret maybe that's why the flight path is so short is he's like (laughs) i am contractually obligated to fly you from one point to the other it doesn't matter that you can see it from the ground just please get me out of here i do kind of like that it gives you the chance to talk to a stranger. But for the longest time, our fucking Death Knight wasn't talking. I had to go to that. I had to make her feel guilty. Because the Panda Man did seem like it was waiting for a response. Like, he asked a question and did not talk for, like, a full minute until she said something. It was, That part was kind of cool. I just wish, I don't know, we did something more or we got something. Give us something. 
Now, we did only partake in one of the flights. Apparently, there's like six others. Maybe they're more interesting, but I'd have to think they're just like, look at this random path of jungle. Have a great day. Looking at how they're spaced out, it looks like every single area in Legion has one. And there's one in Azuna that I think is run by that that demon hunter slash undead guy combo that were on that like fun quest. Mm-hmm. That one would be a fun ride, probably. Yeah, maybe we can try that one next year. And I don't know, my official review of this micro penis of holiday is that, I don't know, I feel like every episode of this podcast within a podcast is that I'm going to say that because I'm an achievement whore and there's nothing I get out of doing these, it's a little bit of a letdown, but at the same time, it's nice that they put in some like specific additional content that you can do if you want to. Yeah, I feel that. Um, I think I'm going to give this a one centimeter on the ruler. So for clarification, what is our scale here? How many centimeters are on a ruler? How many centimeters is too much and then it's yeah, no longer at, considered at a one, micro penis? At what point does a micro penis just become a macro penis? <sighs> All right. Here, here I fucking go. Micro penis size. This, is, we, this name can't stick. We have to change this name, I think. Like next week or next micro holiday, it's gonna have a new name and we'll explain why, because this isn't gonna work out. So according to the Wikipedia page for micro penis, it says that it is at least two point five standard deviations smaller than the mean human penis size, or smaller than about seven centimeters or two and three fourths inches. Okay, so it's a one to seven centimeter rating. Got it. One. Wow. So you think that every possible micro holiday will be better than this? I mean, it's only because I only saw this one balloon ride. The other ones, I'm going to bet, were actually probably way better. Because the Pandarians, while they're pretty, sometimes just have a lot of not so entertaining content. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I see where you're coming from. I feel like my personal rating of this out of 7 centimeters... I'm going to give this a 2.5 centimeters. If you go into it just knowing that it's a micro-holiday and the reason for it being called a micro-holiday is that you don't get anything out of it, it's enjoyable enough if you find an area that you you like. You, you might get like a nice view and then you have a little bit of a conversation with either your friends or some strangers. I don't know. I, the idea is fine. 2.5 centimeters. My official review of Balloon Day is a zero centimeters, a flat well, that, ten doll well, crotch. Well, then does it then doesn't even then is that a macro penis? It has is to be at point least 0.1 centimeters. Just a little okay, little go. niblet of a nipple. It is not that interesting. It is the content is entirely user driven. So you could get three clammy carls who don't want to say anything, and then you just sit in a balloon for six minutes and the most egregious thing, you don't even get a little balloon at the end. Just, at least tie like a little red balloon to my hand when I leave. Just give me that, Blizzard. <laughs> Just a temporary little balloon that's like, I rode a balloon today. Free t-shirt day gives you a t-shirt. Yeah, and <laughs> the, the Moonkin Hatchkin gets you some Moonkins follow you for literally like three days. The Boat Festival gives you a boat you can use for a week. Just give me a balloon on my hand for a day. 
Hey, when is the boat festival? That one is going to be, a, that one's going to honestly be a regular sized penis. That one is the best macro holiday by far. I am sad that I was not able to partake in it last time. And we did talk about that one on the podcast before. So that's technically our first micro holiday that we've talked about, I think. We also did well, talk that... about T-shirt day. There are a couple of them, but we have never unified them under the banner of a micro penis such as this. I feel like we're going to keep the ranking, but I feel like the name probably needs a workshop to be a listenable podcast by professionals. So we'll, we'll, we'll figure that out. We can just abbreviate it. We can just call it MP ratings. <laughs> well, for now, this has been MP ratings until we figure out what the hell we're going to do with this. Uh, here's where some outro piano music's going to go or just me whispering. Camille talking an animal cross the chat made a beep sound. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, so you know how whenever you Google a medical condition, it gives you like some information about treatments or like how long they last, how many people in the U.S. get them. For micropenis, it says that it's chronic and it says can last for years or be lifelong. I'm like, that's just the penis you're born with. It's lifelong. Do you wake right? up one day and get your man penis? That's interesting. Maybe you can like have some surgery done to do it, but not a lot of them do it because you're. You know, you don't trust it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I also feel like if they classify it based on like what the average male penis size is, I feel like the average male penis size is too high because people lie, right? Unless the study uh, literally involved people whipping them out. I believe 5.5 is the average. I don't know how they, if that is user based or if that is scientifically analyzed. <laughs> But as, <laughs> as yeah, user submission. But as far as I know, it's 5.5. So while we're talking about comparisons of measurement, we can talk about how there's been this height comparison of the faction leaders uh, in within WoW that has been circulating around the internet. Um, we saw it, I, I originally saw it on Twitter, and now it's officially like on WoWhead. And there is this comparison that players are comparing the size of every single faction leader within WoW in order to determine how tall they would be within IRL, like in the real world. And all of them are basically taller than what you would expect. It's probably just because their models are like made bigger than the normal NPCs. So they're like slightly bigger than the scale so that you can click on them during the high density times, you know? when like a patch releases or whatever but i feel like this is interesting to talk about because some of these characters are insanely tall not enough of them are small enough and so i guess they got these measurements from some engineering wow blog or sorry world of warcraft had like a like a daily blog on their website and they talked about like their workshop and draw distance about how like units is this much and units is that much. So all these numbers basically come from the, the developer side of like pixels and like game units and height. So this is like basically canon, guys. So who do Hi. we want to start with? I feel like the canon here is if if we're treating this as canon, this is kind of interesting. I'm going to start with the fact that all of the races who have gone on record as being small or subhuman or tiny are effectively my size <laughs> both both magni who is a dwarf who's like a little like ah knee high to a grasshopper and gallywicks king of the tiny goblins are but a single inch shorter than me now how much of gallywicks being 5.8 feet is his hat that's gotta be like at least a foot of his height right does that count it looks like it's the point eight is what it is. So he's still five feet tall, which is still frightening. 
am I crazy here? Are you guys both staring at Gallowix right now? I mean, I was because you guys were talking about him. No, zooming on his feet. What about those feet? Whoa. What's happening there? Whoa. What's going on with his feet? What's going on with those boots? Are those his toes? His purple-ass toes? Or are those some, some toe shoes? Oh, no. Are these, like, those disgusting runner's shoes that, like, just morph around all your toes? He has, like, little balls in the end of his feet. Why? Also, do you think he got all those piercings at Claire's? Or do you think, like, every year on his birthday he gets a new one? To show how cool he is. You know, I think it's a little bit of both of what you said. Every year on his birthday, he makes a trip to Claire's and has a new piercing done. Because he knows that if you go on your birthday, they're free. And he's cheap. That is very, very, very on brand with him. Now, our true king, Gelvin Mechatork, is just as small as I would imagine he would be. 4.2 feet, which is probably a little bit taller, but that's still classified as, like, a dwarf, right? He's still, like, in dwarf range, so, like, that kind of lines up with, like, gnomes. I'm, like, trying to look at all of these characters, and all of them are taller than anticipated. Anduin is basically 7 feet tall. All of the Windrunners are around 7 feet tall. Basically, every human is seven plus feet tall which is frightening i don't like thinking about that but it's funny though i'm sitting here looking at like the beast races and still getting upset like a draenei is an entirely fictional goat alien and i'm still like <laughs> tens a little much i i honestly think bane should be taller i don't think bane's tall enough at 10 feet he's a, he's a cow standing upright he's fucking humongous right and that 10 feet is to the top of his totems. <laughs> yeah, so much of this model is his totems. Gen Greymane, who appears to be the tallest person here, should not be taller than his totems. Unless it's canonically saying that when you go into your worgen form, it also just makes you huge. Which would make sense, because werewolves get bigger when you get taller as a human in fictional movies. <laughs> I was reading a Wahid comment that I really liked. If you took all of, like, the main characters, like, the heroes of, like, this board, and you made them a foot shorter, it makes a lot more sense and is more believable. And honestly, I think it's true. If you make them all a foot shorter, like, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Yeah, because, right. like, Jaina's, that would make her five foot nine, and that's more well, average no, 5. for women. point nine. I don't, like... So oh, what is 5.9? Yeah. yeah, that's true. So, so it's like still like, almost six feet, but still, yeah. like, that's fine. She's Kul Tiran. Kul Tiran's are bigger. Yeah, and it's, like, human believable. Like, I could see that. Again, going from being six foot to being a nine foot in werewolf, that, that makes sense to me. Like, yeah, you're going to gain a lot of mass as a werewolf. It makes everything so much more believable. <laughs> yeah, because, now, like, as I said, I feel like a lot of the reasons why they're taller is because they need to be taller than the player character models so that you can see them in a swarm of people. Right. Now, all of these sort of track, sort of make sense. What I'm interested in, in, though, is we have Bolvar, and next to him is Bolvar, but... Yeah, <laughs> but Big Bowl. I was wondering about that. Now, I do remember, and I'm sure you do too, Aaron, and your time as uh, Northrend Loremaster. There are times when sometimes the Elysian shows up and he's just like regular sized. And there are some times when he's like, hey, I'm a big stomping man walking around here. Is Bolvar going to have that kind of thing too in Shadowlands? I don't know. Because I was going to bring him up too, because I was quickly scrolling through all these characters to try to see like one who is around my height, I guess. And Baby Boy Bolvar is the one that's closest to my actual height. But then I was like, why are there two? So I like, I don't know. Because these are all Shadowlands models, right? Yes. Mm, yes. Yes. Mm, 
And also, taking our metric of subtracting one foot, and that's the real things, would make Baby Bolvar just five feet tall, which seems a little short for the hero of the Alliance slash the Lich King. Yeah, it's so weird. I mean, this is this is interesting. Like, at least having that comparison to see them in like real life is terrifying. Imagine an angry ass Taronda and an angry ass eight foot Taronda being like, "Yo, bitch, you fucked up my fucking shit. I'm gonna kill you." That's terrifying. She's gonna step on you, or it's sexually inhibiting. Ooh, mm-hmm. yes, plus. Also, did you guys even notice the two different thralls there are spaced out on the same... Un- oh, God. Never mind. No. No. Slide, you're orc <laughs> racist! I saw that, and I was like, no. No, baby boy, that's oh. not thrall. I, thought I-, I had to zoom in on the face and be like, oh, fuck, that's Sarfang. God damn it. Why is Sarfang smaller than thrall? This is bullshit. Because thrall ate all his vitamins. He ate literally like a whole foot worth of vitamins more. Well, this has been macro peanut. No, no, I can't do that. (laughs) MP redo. (laughs) I wonder how tall we are. Like, have our models in there. Like, I want to be able to compare like my character because like my gnome has got to be what two feet then. What if they did the opposite, where instead of making it like a foot taller than on average, we're all a foot shorter? (laughs) So it's like, LOL, how can you even be that small? (laughs) Speaking of a little lady who's not afraid to stand tall, here's Growlina. Greetings, faithful listeners. I took a week off, but I'm back on the saddle for this week's Growl on the Prowl. I'm joined here with Yariel. Yur, out of all the delicacies of Azeroth, what treat tickles your palate the best? Hmm, well this is gonna sound strange, but the bowels and brains from Wrath, lol. Yur, what the fuck even is that? Why would you eat that? Who even makes that? LOL, I don't know. It's just always looks so good. I would get it as a joke, and then it kind of became my thing as we would play. You're... I can't get over this. You're out here, eating some... Necrolord's poop shoe. You're eating out their booty hole. What can I say? It would be an interesting culinary experience. Girl, you nasty. I've got to get out of here before Yur pulls out his special dish. Until next time, it's been your girl. Thanks for the... <clears throat> Sorry, I was I was finishing up a turkey and nothing sandwich. Uh, thanks for the report, Growlina. Don't worry. Maybe I'll keep an A-deleted scene where I ate two slices of honey-baked turkey on Mike for Aaron to guess what I was eating, which he failed at, by the way. Uh, It was horrifying. It is one of the more stressful things that COVID-19 has caused me to face. (laughs) Well, one of a stressful thing that I had to face was the flight path from Stormwind to Hills Brad Foothills. I always want to say Brad's foot, and then I'm like, that's so wrong. Hills Brad Foothills. I ordered Chinese food last night, and this 
restaurant also had wings, which I think are some of the best wings in the city. And on this flight path from Stormwind to Hillsbred Foothills, I consumed eight chicken wings. So in case you're ever wondering what the time to chicken wing consumption ratio is, it's eight wings. That's a long-ass flight path. Knowing you, though, Slide, I do not know if that means that the Stormwind to Hillsbrad flight takes a while, or if it takes a normal amount of time and you ate at a hedonistic rate. (laughs) I I was going to say, so that's eight slide whistle wing consumption units. So, like... If I ate chicken wings, I feel like personally, maybe I would have maybe like four or five chicken wings. All right. I guess that's fair. I guess I guess you could probably cut the time in half and a regular person would so four. That's four chicken wings. I was also bouncing between two containers because I had two different flavors. So you have to also factor in time going between opening each lid. Is that going to be a new study that this show does? Is we order you a smorgasbord of wings and you go from each individual flight path and determine the amount of wings? Because, you know, some of, some of them... Some of them are a little deceptive. Like you go from the old Darnassus to Rutheran Village. That's just a straight drop down. But that's like a seven chicken wing flight. Yeah, I remember at the beginning of our wild careers, we took the flight path. But now we know that it's much faster to just teleport out and then fly. Please crowdfund me. Buy me wings and I will eat them on all the flight paths and figure out just how long you have to both eat the wing and clean your fingers before you get off the flight path. Dude, that one from Darnassus has to be like, I'm going to guess, I probably eat like 15 wings during that segment. Yeah, There's you, no you could have had your entire meal in the time it takes to even go through one bough of a tree. That shit's crazy. Well, speaking of food, in a really well thought out tie up here, we have the feasts and regular foods for Shadowlands. And these names are mm. Chef Kiss. First off, we have a small feast, which is called the Surprisingly Palatable Feast. Which just continues the fucking theme of, hey, here's a gross feast everybody has to eat. (laughs) I'm like, come on, man. But it's on this really ornate looking table. I can already tell it's bigger than the F-E-A-S-T. So that's good. I Fuck that little baby ass feast. I'm looking at this table and it's like that image of a room where no one can determine a single object in the room. I cannot tell you other than a glass and maybe like a lemon what is even on this table? So in the middle section, the like three-tiered plate, it looks like there are a few kinds of blue fish. There actually are a few chicken wings. I mean, I think. No, not, not wings. Chicken legs, right? Is that, is that what those are? I see now like you crab say, puffs. Now that he says it, I do see chicken wings on the right side of the table. I did not see them until now, but there they are. <laughs> yep. Those are not oranges like I thought originally. Also, is that a birdhouse on top? Why is there a birdhouse on top of this whole thing? I think it's just like a a handheld piece that you can use to carry the entire tower. That's a birdhouse. Yeah, so you're going to be consuming a birdhouse. I have no idea what the left plate over there is, though. Are those like Nilla wafers surrounding a plate of like spoiled grapes? Are they medallions you can crush to gain legion rep? The bumpy parts kind of look like Gallywick's shoes. Are you eating <laughs> Gallywick's shoes? Wait a minute. Are those goblin nuts? Are they feeding us goblin nuts over here? I don't want that shit. 
Hey, what's the deal with goblin nuts? You go nuts goblin them, am I right? Ho ho! Hey, See you next hey, week. Hey. But that leads us into our large feast, which is a feast of gluttonous hedonism. Same table, though, right? Same same table, I'm pretty sure. It is the same table, but this one looks more appetizing, question mark? I can at least tell that there's more meat on this table, at the very least. Yeah, I mean, the left plate looks like it's just a bunch, a pile of fishy things with some steaks on top. Yeah, just kind of loosely draped over the fish to be like, mm, <laughs> you like meat with your meat? I could not tell what was happening on the right side, and then I zoomed in, and I'm like, bitch, that's fucking chocolate banana pudding. Hell fucking yeah, that's a good feast. Oh, just give me a spoon, I'll just eat all that. I just keep looking at them just loosely drooping steaks on things to be like, look how high class this feast is. We slapped a steak in the pudding and a steak on the fish. And here's a steak on a strawberry. I don't fucking know. Yo, they got whole ass fucking gargonzola cheese wheels stacked up in the middle. Look at this shit. One, two, three, four. They got four cheese wheels for us. <laughs> this honestly is a way better platter, which it's supposed to be. But like, they really mm, nailed it. Oh, and in that middle tower, there are oranges, apples, and bananas as well. So maybe in that earlier picture, if we zoomed in, were they oranges? I'm sorry. Did you mean that there were oranges, apples, and bananas? <laughs> I believe you meant oranges, apples, and bananas. Mm, I think it's bananas. Also, there are no oranges on the first plate. Those look to be either biscuits or potatoes. I'm really not sure which they are. Oh, oh, there's one orange. One orange. They're chicken wings. The models are crazy when you are zooming on the wrong area of them. Holy shit. But yeah, overall, I am very excited for these new feasts. I honestly, I don't think the feast is better than our old Boralus feast. Remember that giant, like, meat cake we used to have? Ooh. Mm-hmm, girl. Maybe I'm just overzealous because I'm happy that there's going to be a feast that appears to be big enough that I'll be able to see and won't be covered up by literally one person standing too close to it. <laughs> yeah, we really were treated rough for a while there. It's been, what, like nine months to like a year of F-E-A-S-T? Just eating fucking car batteries and like electronic pieces to get our fucking feast buff. <sighs> Now, I'm not going to go into all the other foods we have, but I really, really appreciate how the four categories are broken down into feasts, large meals, light meals, and soul food, which I assume you're going to use in Torghast, but fucking soul food? That's <laughs> so good. I love that shit. And just one of these items that, oh, banana beef pudding. I mean, I'm so sorry. That's probably what was on the feast. It's banana beef pudding. You can't eat it. <laughs> why would you have, like, just why? Why? <laughs> it wasn't chocolate. <laughs> Blizzard, you did this for why? Okay, let me read this. If you are vegetarian in this game, you could eat nothing. You could literally eat nothing. Steak a la mode. Crawler ravioli. You maybe could eat the tenbris crown roast aspic. Actually, yeah, you could eat that. It's aspic. There you go. But unfortunately, you can't eat me and Aaron's new favorite light meal. The pickled meat smoothie. Mmm. Huh. Ooh, speak for yourself, girl. I am all about the... Quiet hounds. <laughs> I don't know mean? what quiet hounds is. It just makes you a ghost, and it looks like no, it's a soup. It 
just a ghost soup. Oh, it's a cosmetic. Yeah, it makes you sleepy, or makes you it makes you sleepy. It makes you a ghost. Or ghost <laughs> it sleepy. gives you I the itis, just like real soul food. <laughs> Do you think eating too much soul food will lead to the situation that happens at the end of BET's Soul Food? in which Big Mama has to lose her leg from diabetes because she ate too much soul food. I've never seen that. Is that how it happens? Yeah, it's all about togetherness and family. And then Big Mama has to go to the hospital because she has like a diabetes flare up and they remove her foot. And it is because of the intake of all the soul food she had consumed. Yikes. And on that note, I am going to reel us in here a little bit and send us into our sexiest NPC of the week. Oh, Snoop Dogg! Oh, Snoop Lion! Snoop Lion, right? I don't think he's been Snoop Lion since, like, two months after he was, like, call me Snoop Lion. I don't know if he ever told anyone not to call him Snoop Lion, though, so maybe just the public decided that we didn't want to. But I do know who we do want to call this week, and it is none other than Miranda Moyer, baby. Oh! <laughs> now you you may be asking, who who the fuck is Miranda Moyer? Which is the same question I had when I saw my board, and I'm like, Miranda Moyer? But then I went into the bank, and I dealt with the teller closest to the door, and I look up, and who do I see? Miranda Moyer. Mm. Mm. A beautiful blonde bombshell who's here to take care of my bank, I guess. So let me just say, Miranda's the one that I always use for all of my banking needs. I don't go to any of the other bankers. She's always the one that I go to, and I know that she's always been there for me, honey. To be fair, I always go to the middle banker because he's sleepy and he might miss a transaction and let me off with something for free. But I can see the appeal in Miranda and her nice hair. Ooh, you know I spied that Duskhaven jacket. So my girl, she's a Gilnean, more than likely. You know, we're actually, I, I haven't talked to her. I don't know if she's British. I'm just assuming because she's wearing that. But, you know, we got that connection. She looks just like Susan. Yeah, either way, she's either a worgen or this bitch is is embezzling our money. Because that dust cave and jacket was very expensive at the beginning of BFA. I can't imagine how much it cost pre-BFA when she was wearing it in the alpha. Either way, Miranda Moyer is not only sexy AF, but also probably like an heir to something really expensive. So if you hook up with her and you court her, maybe you'll become a multi-billionaire because her, her dad has oil or something. Her father is actually RuPaul, and he owns a fracking operation in rural Wyoming. <sighs> Ru, give it up. It's time. And give it to your daughter, Miranda, so I can win her hand in a duel and earn your fracking empire. Let me break the rocks with my magic and your drills. So, Aaron, earlier you said that you do not utilize Miranda for your banking needs. Which banker, bank teller do you normally use in Borealis? I don't really use the bank. What? What do you mean? Uh, Where do you you put your shit? Where do you put your stuff at? I put my Legion gear with someone in Stormwind. 
What about all your little flowers? You have so many flowers. Where are, I where just are those keep two hundred stacks of flowers on me. What the fuck? I don't understand. Like, I need to I, screenshot no, I'm of sorry. your bags. I keep I keep a stack of two hundred flowers on me, but I haven't used those flowers in forever because it's all about zinthanid, baby. Wait, why do you keep them on you? You know that you can craft if they're in your reach in your reagent bank still, right? Sure didn't. You could just put them in the bank and anything you have in there would just be used the same that it would be if you had it with you. Like in the reagent bank, not like your normal bank, but yeah. Do you have your reagent bank slot purchased? I probably don't. I only use the (laughs) bank to put Legion legendaries in there that I cannot get rid of. There's so much stuff. Where do you put all this? Do you not use a scrapper? I use the scrapper, but I keep a stack of each thing on my person and then sell any of the extras i gotta see a back screenshot so i can get a full idea of this because what happens with me i scrap shit and i'm like i have so much stuff i'll put it all in my bank and then at one point months from now maybe i'll sell on the auction house or you can be like me and like one point like two years from now be like why didn't i do anything with all these draenor era reagents that's more than likely ha- what would happen if I did it. So I'll sell the occasional one for pocket change. Show me that bag. I gotta know what your bags look like. I'm so curious now. Also, give poor Miranda Moyer some business. She's like, oh, things have been light today. I haven't seen Aaron around here, my Worgen friend. And she never will. Oh, but girl, no! I may not be giving her business, but I'm giving her the oh, fucking... Persephone was jingling in the background. To be fair, that sounded like someone jingling cash around, so that kind of worked out very well. <laughs> it, was like a, it was like a bag of coins. <laughs> That's what it sounded like to me. I mean, may not be giving her business, but I'm about to be giving her the business later. Miranda, call me. If you, if you have a brother, call me. Either way, your sexiest NPC of the week award will be deposited later tonight, girl. Yeah, I'll be seeing you because I gotta pick up my corruption gear for raid. And with that, I believe it is time to head on into our top toot, bottom boot, or medium moot of the week. Aaron, what do you got this week? This week, I have a medium moot. Medium moot. This week, after finally achieving mid-440s, Cubbybub just said, I think that I want to try war mode. (gasps) Yes! Today, we headed into war mode, and it was pretty uneventful. No one really attacked us until the very end, right before we stopped playing. A shaman lightning lassoed me. And I said, this is the guy. We're going to get him. So together, we beat him up. There was a third person who helped us, so it went pretty easily. And then she mounted up, and I slashed spit on him. And she goes, ugh, why? And I said, he's the enemy. I got to spit on him. And she said something to the effect of, I thought we were better. And it it made me reflect. Did you not tell her, babe, he used lightning lasso. Fuck him. He gets nothing. I, th- I think I said something to the effect of, like, <laughs> look, he started it. He deserves that phlegm. I will not apologize. I spit on almost every horde that I kill who attacks me. They have to hit me first, and then I kill them, and I put two flags in them, and then I spit on them. Let them know, fuck off. Leave me alone. 
So you were in the right. She also did want to take the honorable route and said that she would only fight people who attacked us. Meanwhile, I was flying around Seeker's Wake like, uh, who are some lobies who are alone? <laughs> I, want, I want to take someone out. It's been It's been months since I've tasted blood. Well, she'll learn. I feel like we all kind of start off that way. We're like, okay, am I going to start any fights I know I can't finish? Turns out you can finish a lot of those fucking fights. Mm. Oh, also, what time was this? I would have I flew by and killed some people. It was for all of like 20 minutes midway through today. It was. I need one kill. <laughs> it was a very brief moment, but that was my medium slide whistle. What is your TTBBMM? Well, this is going to be pretty funny, because completely unplanned, I also have a medium moot. Oh, it's a very medium week. And it also involves being in war mode. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I've been spending a lot more time in Azuna and Valsharok since leveling my druid. Normally how I level is I level with BGs, because it's faster, because normally we win, because I'm just a really good leader. <laughs> Not really, I just get lucky with my crits, but um... I get like a level of BG, but I was in Legion and I'm like, well, I want my artifact weapon. I want to get some quests done to get the order, whatever, whatever, push forward. And still, there's still so much fucking fighting happening because there's rep shit that I have had people swoop down on me and beat the fuck out of me. I was killed like three times by the same two goblin shamans. Again, lightning lasso comes back around. And I was like, uh, can anybody help me? Like, I'm just here, just me. And one beautiful looking mage flew by. I don't remember their name because it was a bunch of symbols and they had like the umlaut. So I'm like, ugh. And they helped me. They basically were an escort for me. They flew above me and they helped me kill shit. So basically I got my druid out of that zone. She hit 110 and she left. And I was like, well, I gotta fucking pay back the community. I gotta help. So I, my death knight, who was already parked above Valshara to defend my alt from other people, was there. I flew around for an hour protecting lobies. They didn't know I was there. It was just like me like flying way above them and being like, if anybody attacks you, bitch, I got you. You have a guardian angel waiting in the wings and I'll defend you. But nobody ever fucking came. My ass got ganked a million times and I go to be a savior and to be someone's guardian angel and I don't even get the chance to fight anybody. And it felt stinky. Where's my recognition? No one's on a podcast praising me for defending them because they didn't even know I was there. You don't know that. Heroism truly means nothing if you don't chase that clout. Yes, exactly. I, I just want to chase the fame and get some TikTok followers. Come on. I just wish all the fighting there would stop. I mean, it's not going to. It's a cycle. We have talked about it before. But uh, I don't know. I think it's so stupid to go there with the intent of camping. People just trying to get their shit on. But again, I understand it because here I was flying around waiting for someone to pick a fight so I could kill them. I mean, what's your TTBBMM? Well, I feel like I am going to possibly have a podcast first and have a trifecta of medium moot. Ooh, it is hard to get a medium moot, let alone three. And my medium moot this week is that I worked very hard this week. I spent most of my game time this week in gearing Metaloid up, my hunter, and he's finally raid ready in every aspect. Like, if it was a normal week in raid this week, he would be there. So that's like 
kind of a bottom boot portion, but then the top toot portion that evens it out to a medium moot is that we are doing mythic progression this week, which also excites me because, you know, I like being challenged and pushing ourselves and we've never fully committed to progressing through mythic before. We've never done that as a guild before, so that's exciting. I no, I feel that same way with my druid. I'm like, I wanna use this bitch so bad tonight, but I'm like, oh, right mythics in our way so like i'm not gonna complain that we're gonna try to down a few additional bosses in mythic and you know progress through that but at the same time it is bad timing because this this last week i've made a lot of progress on my hunter yeah i feel that and you know what i realize now we never actually talked about well what we did in raid this week so that begs the question do you guys think we're going to spend all two and a half hours of raid tonight on mythic or are we going to cave and start doing heroic after we kill rathion i think we will cave after wiping three times to mount that's fair because technically we have downed mythic rathion once and i do think we can do that again it might take a little bit because it took a little bit last time but i think we will down him and then i think we will just get like shit on on like mott and then we'll just give up makes sense to me well with that i guess we're out of here if you guys have any comments, questions, complaints, you want to send us your soul food recipes, you can email us at do not relentpod at gmail.com or tweet at us at the Twitter at do not relent pod. What about you guys? Where can I find you in cyberspace? Well, I'm just chilling with Motherboard. You know, we're just looking out for Hacker. But like on the internet, you can find me, Alex, or Immunization at New Era Alex on Twitter. Or you can follow our podcast Instagram account on Instagram at Do Not Relent. You can find me in Elwood because I missed Cyber Chase and ended up in Arthur. But if you want to find me, not in PBS Children's Programming. I am at the Big A Cheesy on Twitter, and you can read our literary musings at livejournal.donotrelent.com. We'll see you guys next week, maybe. And remember... Another down! Do not relent! Do Not Relent is a podcast with the 3HNC Network, representing U.S. Crowdsource Premier Podcast. was a very good wish.